Hey, babe. Hello. <laughs> All right. Well, if you haven't heard my voice before, um, I've been previously on another podcast before. Very interesting podcast. Um, but me and my wife have decided to uh, to start this podcast. Kind of, sort of, along the lines of some creepy pastas, um, conspiracy theories. Would you like to reiterate with anything? Creepy pastas, conspiracy theories. What else? Uh, paranormal, and then you got some <coughs> comedy, and then just everyday life. With us. Mainly comedy. <coughs> <laughs> comedy mainly because uh yeah um i tend to be pretty funny other people would beg to differ but i think so (laughs) i think you're hilarious all right well i guess so hold on let me reach over here okay well so let's get into the reason why we decided to do this so me and my wife both share some Pretty interesting paranormal experiences, supernatural experiences. We were interested in going to like scary places <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. When we were younger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> just giggling. Just giggling. <laughs> just giggling. <clears throat> um, go ahead. Go ahead. My, my number one story. That got me, uh, I would say, uh, not necessarily interested, but kind of forced me into what, in my mind, or what I would believe is another part of this world that a lot of people don't seem to think is real, would be, so I was about between five and seven years old, and uh, me and my twin sister were we're sharing a room together because you know we were young so but anyway we were sharing a room together and um my oldest sister used to walk outside occasionally and she would say that people were out in the yard and there wouldn't be nobody there well she also had this thing where she would wake up in the middle of the night and she would go to the kitchen and she would say that there is a lady in the kitchen sweeping Like, just an old lady sweeping. She could physically see an apparition that had fully manifested and was sweeping the kitchen. Mm. Very nice entity, you know, in my opinion. She to keep the house clean. She was cleaning. (laughs) She was cleaning. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, not cleaning anything, but, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I was laying in the bed one night. We had bunk beds in this little, like, maybe the room was a little bit bigger than this studio right now. Okay, like I'd say about two feet wider and about five feet more that way. But we had the bunk beds like up on this wall and on that wall, which would be the wall across from us. We had a uh, tube TV, Yeah. one of the tube TVs like, you know, what I'm talking about the old school tube TVs that had the like VHS player on the front of it. Yeah, you could slide VHS tapes into. Well, we had played a VHS tape that night. Mm hmm. And I don't even remember. I think it might have been Cinderella because Hannah had the TV that night. (laughs) (laughs) 
might have been something stupid like that because we had to share what we watched before we went to bed every night um, <clears throat> because, you know, we were twins and we hated each other as children. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, All right. so we, we put a VHS tape in there <clears throat> and I went to sleep. My sister, I'm assuming, went to sleep. But I woke back up and it was like pitch black outside, completely dark. Um, and I remember the TV on the, st- I mean, the static on the TV going <laughs> like that on the TV. Mm-hmm. But the volume on the TV was half up. And, you know, something that I'm going to quickly validate my experience is, is, was so like, if you've ever seen Ghost Adventures, you know, they used electrostatic frequencies to try to communicate with yeah. the other life. And uh, so that's how I validated my experience as a child was was through watching that, that they, you know, they would have the, um, I forget what, the, what they call it, where it flows through like patterns of electrostatic energy. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think it's called a ghost box. Yeah. Or something like that. Anyway, um, but I woke up, I sat straight up in my bed and through that static, I could hear something talking to me. I don't remember what it said. No, it was a constant. <laughs> oh, I see what you were doing. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, it was a constant, but I could hear a voice talking to me through that static. Mm-hmm. Well, years and years and years down the road, well, I say years and years like I'm just 160 years old, but <laughs> anyway, some odd years down the road, my mom and my dad divorced. And I remember thinking in my head because of the experiences that I had in that house. Cause when the voice was talking to me on the TV, it didn't sound mean. Yeah. Like I didn't cry. I didn't freak out or nothing like that. It was not mean. It didn't, it didn't have any kind of uh, negative energy to it or anything, but, and so I just went down the ladder on the bunk bed, turned the TV off and got back in the bed and went to sleep. Was it? Yeah. Like I just, cause it wasn't saying nothing mean or nothing like that. And I'm, I was a child. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't thinking nothing of it. A child. I was a child. <laughs> so I, I went back to the room or to the room, to the bed, went back to sleep. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and some odd years down the road, my dad had gotten into a relationship <laughs> with another woman. That was used to be not anymore my stepmom. Mm-hmm. So there was a very, very, very toxic relationship in the beginning, though. And the entity in that house did not like negative energy. Like, sh- she did not want anything negative to happen in that house. Yeah. Anytime something bad was happening, there would be, like, doors slamming or something like that. Well, we had a pure white cat with green eyes, and her name was Zoe. Mm-hmm. And they were arguing. They were, like, screaming at each other and throwing stuff at each other. And the uh, the argument got pretty physical, you know. And I was just sitting on the couch crying and everything because I was, you know, a kid. (laughs) (laughs) And parents are screaming and arguing. Uh, And they're, like, you know, throwing stuff at each other. And then Zoe, the cat, comes out of nowhere, jumps up on the coffee table in the middle of the living room. And all you hear through the whole house is, stop, 
through the entire house. Mm-hmm. And I looked up. My dad looked at the cat. I'm not going to say her name. Looked at the cat. And Zoe was just on the coffee table cleaning herself. Licking her hand. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and none of us knew where. It was just me, him, and her at the house. None of us knew where that voice came from. All all we heard was, stop, through the whole house. That's, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about absolutely terrified. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would say that was definitely an experience for the ages, um, in my opinion. But, um, long story short, you know, what's actually pretty weird, and I mentioned this on... Blah, 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 blah. I mentioned this on our podcast with the boys last night when we were doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. I mentioned it to them. I said, um, you know, it's, I said, it's kind of funny because, I was, and I don't mean to sound morbid or heartless when I say this, but every animal we ever had at that house died from something. Every single animal, when we left that house, no animals came with us. Like and even we, young ones? Like, it didn't matter if they were young or old. They just. Oh, they would live their life. I mean, well, like, so, but every pet we had died, though. But they would only survive, like, for, you know, till, like, midlife. Like, every single one of them. And my dad would, like, adopt animals and, and so on and so forth. And, like, they either died from parvo on the property. Mm hmm. There was not a, it almost seemed like there was not a spot in that yard that was not eat up with Parvo. What? And if they had their shots, they would die from something else. Like go out in the road and get hit. Like, and every single animal we had died at that house on that property. So there was nothing. Like, were those the only things that happened at the house? Was, did y'all not feel any dark entity no. or demonic? Nope. Just her. The little little old lady that Haley seen sweeping in the kitchen. That's it. Haley or Hannah? Haley. Oh, okay. Well, Hannah apparently seen it, too. I don't know. She doesn't really talk about it a lot, but probably. I'm open to talking about it, so it doesn't really bother me. Yeah, probably scared the crap out of her. <laughs> You gotta think y'all are kids. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> but hmm. I can say one thing though: that experience as a child has opened my eyes more to what exactly this world holds, uh, other than us, as far as otherworldly beings. Oh yeah. Um. But it definitely put fear in me too. You know, because the more research you do on stuff like that, the more you realize that a lot of it can be misconstrued and can be pretty evil. <laughs> yeah, it can. <laughs> completely <clears throat> completely evil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to catch myself a couple times. But I've had quite the experiences with paranormal. Too many to account for, but there's a lot of them. <coughs> But can you think of one specific story? I mean, I I don't forget any of them, but 
to state like which ones have stuck with me. Hmm. Well, yeah, I can. There's one that above all of them that has I think about on a regular basis that bothers me. So <clears throat> my um <coughs> You're what? My old friend. Mhm. Um her parents were buying this new property. Mhm. They were going to move to it. And it was a trailer. And it was Excuse on me. land that they said was haunted. But I think the house was. Now, the house that was there, they got rid of that house because it, it had, I don't think it had been lived in for like, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 years. So the, there was a creek behind the trailer. Mm-hmm. And the man that lived there prior... <laughs> He um, overturned a tractor in the creek, and he had drowned. That's an awful way to die. Yeah, he was stuck, and there was no getting out of it. He was an older man. Yeah. So he, he did not leave, though. And he was a very nice man, but he was very... Um, meticulous with the way he liked the household to be. And um, if there was something that was not to his liking, he would move it. But this is not what I'm getting at. So me and her wanted to explore the trailer before they took it away and move their own there. Yeah. And we had went in and it was... The feeling was not great. Like, Wait, did it look like... So when you walked in, was the house still furnished? Like, was everything yeah. the way, same way that he left it? No. There was some furniture, but for the most part, most of it had been taken out. Like, trashed or just taken out? Mm, taken out and trashed. See, that's the worst thing you can do, in my opinion, to a deceased person's residence. Yeah, it is. Just to disrespect it. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know who did it, because I, d- I honestly don't remember if he had living relatives or not. I, I don't know. Hmm. But this is the part that was just like, me and Brittany ran out. Yeah, Brittany. (laughs) We ran out of there. And the worst part of it was, so we go into the house. I'm a little nervous because I've only did this one other time. (laughs) But um, It's a big upgrade from the last time you did this, isn't it? Yeah, quite intimidating. But... We had just been messing around. And, mm-hmm. I mean, you, the floors looked like they were about to fall in. And there were some holes in the floor, if I remember correctly. Yeah. But when we walked in and we went to a room on the left, it it had an insane amount of, like, feeling of dread. Yeah. And there was a box. And the box had dead kittens in there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> don't. It's not. It's not funny. Don't look at me like that. Listen. That's pretty freaking weird. Well, when we found them, though, if my memory is accurate, because this was, God, this was. You were probably years and years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, I was probably eleven or twelve, maybe. If yeah. That. But um, 
when we seen them, like we we couldn't figure out what they were at first. Yeah. And we got closer and we seen them. So when were we they s- like freshly dead? Or? No. No, they had been, I would <clears throat> probably say. So y'all couldn't smell them. They were that dead. Yes. Okay. Yeah, there was no, now there was smell to the house in general. It smelled like carcasses. Well, yeah, just like things had got in there and, yeah, and died. Just, and Yeah. Yeah. But there was no, there was no other cats to be found. There was none even on the property. But when we found them, all we did was just kind of look at them because we're not going to disturb something like that because we were just like, we were little girls. But there was a loud boom in the back of the house. Like when I say boom, I don't mean like explosion. I mean like... Like somebody thumped the wall or hit it or something like that? More like someone threw something, but like it was intentional. Yeah. So, but... <laughs> I'd have got the heck out of Dodge too. <laughs> yeah, so we we leave and we're just like, no, hell no. So I think it was a couple of months later after they take that trailer out and then they put their new home there. Her parents did. Uh, it started right away. Yeah. It, but it was just slow stuff but then like when me and Brittany would be outside on the back porch the woods back there where the man passed away it was just very you always felt like you were being watched yeah it was just like i didn't like to stay out there now during the day i was a little better but you still had that feeling of i'm being watched but it's like a dreaded feeling it's not necessarily a bad feeling yeah it's just a sad, I don't want to be here kind of thing. A lot of it, though, too, is probably your conscience. You know, you're thinking about <laughs> it, and you know he's there. Yeah. Especially from, you know, some other experiences that you've told me from when you were younger than that. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, I could, I could definitely say that a lot <laughs> of it is, though, your conscious like conscious thoughts of everything that happened to him, the whole situation just being sad in itself. And then feeling that like static feeling of knowing that he's there or around you or like it gets cold. Oh yeah. By the way, there's something else I wanted to mention to you. When I woke up in that bed, I I had chills. I was cold and it was Mm -hmm. the middle of the summer. Yeah. Yeah. And with two people and a TV running in that one little room, it stayed pretty hot. And I was at the top so I stayed hotter, but I was cold yeah. when I woke up and that voice was talking to me. I was about to say, I wonder if it was just you they wanted to communicate with, or if they were trying to reach out to you and Hannah, or you, Hannah, and Haley. Like I have no idea. I honestly have no idea. Hmm. Um, <laughs> so uh, there's something I want to uh, mention to you guys. So me and my wife have been doing some research, and... Uh, well, it's been known to his family, but I wanted absolute proof of it. Yes. And I'm slowly getting there. Yes. And we will have another episode where we come back and, and explain some more uh, of the family tree behind it. But um, I'm a Borden. And for anybody that uh, <laughs> has been on the Internet in the past 15 years, uh, probably has heard of or is familiar with the uh, Lizzie Borden axe murderer. And I am a blood relative from way, 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 way down the line of the Lizzie Borden notorious axe murderer. 
uh, by their cousins. Yes, like cousins, cousins, cousins. Not cousins, direct cousins. descendant. Well, I'm still blood though. I, you know. Well, we're gonna figure that <laughs> I'm out. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call it blood, so I feel cooler. <laughs> we're gonna. We're gonna figure it Listen, out. Listen, there's not much going for me. That's about the coolest thing in my life. <laughs> it's sad when you, you, you. The coolest part of your life is being somewhat related from hundreds of years ago to a notorious axe murderer. That's <laughs> the only thing anybody will know me for. <laughs> no, they're gonna know you for a lot of stuff. Uh, we'll find out. <coughs> so we've been on ancestry.com. How does it feel to you, though? I mean, we called my my granddad earlier, and he says that there is a Borden family coat of arms. Coat, coat of arms, not coat of arms. Coat. Like okay. I'm gonna go put on my winter coat. Okay, coat of arms. Um, that I can purchase. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, bro, really? You want me to buy that? <laughs> <laughs> some BS. <laughs> but anyway, I apparently can purchase it from a family member. But I'm going to see if I can't somehow or another find a way to get my hands on that. And uh, just kind of sort of give anybody who is interested in in that um, or in this podcast in general uh, more information on how exactly I am related to them. So <clears throat> I, I'm interested to know. I mean, I knew I was related, but now that we got to digging and kind of sort of, you know, opened up the family tree and started, uh, you know, going back, I didn't even know any of my family had ever served in the uh, war. Actually, it's World War One, and the son was in World War Two, so they they did both wars. I yes, yeah, I had no idea that any of my family ever served in the World Wars. And if I'm not mistaken. It was your third. Let me see. <laughs> and also, yeah, your third great grandfather's name is Jesse James Borden. <laughs> I know it's not Jesse James, but it's still cool because it just has the name on there. So um, that's cool. But I am, I am pretty curious. You know, I want to go back and see exactly what all my family tree consists of. Uh, <clears throat> found out today from my grandfather that um my family actually was part of the pilgrims you know that came from England and like all kinds of stuff to come over here on this soil in the United States of America <clears throat> also found out that Lizzie Borden was aboard the Mayflower as well as a bunch of other stuff, but I'm not necessarily a history buff, so there's gotta, there, I gotta learn a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's why it takes people years, yeah, it's years to look at your ancestry. Cause uh, history was never my forte in school. Actually, nothing was ever my forte. I was decent at math, but that's about it. Decent? You yeah. do. You're really good at math. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm getting a little rusty, but I'm, I'm the little history buff. Yeah. And you're really good at science. I, I like science. I like biology and anatomy. And I like, I don't even know what the term, chemistry. I like chemistry. You like chemistry? Chemistry. I like mixing stuff together to 
I remember when I was a kid, I used to take cologne, like several different brands of cologne that I'd get for Christmas, mm-hmm. and pour them all into one oh bottle and make like this super sexy cologne. I'd go to all my buddies in school and I'd be like, yo, y'all guys, I got this stuff. <laughs> this is going to get us all the girls. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah. You need to. Good times. I needed therapy. <laughs> Does that sound like a descendant of the axe murderer? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I don't even know. Yeah, it does. <laughs> does sound like you need to have a um an evaluation. Yes. I was looking for the word. Go visit a psychologist. <laughs> well, I don't <laughs> I don't think I have anyone from, no offense, <laughs> but from my family, I don't, I think we've all were really sane and non-homicidal, you know, <laughs> I don't want to kill nobody. Hey, there's a lot of people, though, that think Lizzie Borden is innocent. I have seen every person that they try to accuse and believe it or not a lot of them all add up and so does lizzie's but when i look at the evidence i'm also mixed i'm like i don't know yeah but the research that i well i say research the tiny bit of googling (laughs) 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 come to find out i mean well think about it she got or like after her father died or supposedly was murdered. Um, she got $300,000. They were the richest people in that city. Okay. $300,000, which is like equivalent to like 8.2 or something like $8.4 million in this day and time. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> and she... From what I heard, what was it that they found in the chimney or something that she had tried to burn? A bloody shirt. <laughs> that or wasn't. Something like it that. was a dress. Yeah, a dress. A but dress. it was not in the chimney. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was somewhere. <laughs> it was not in the chimney. <laughs> I don't even know if they had one in there. <laughs> but um, no, it was her dress that she tried to say. Well, there's two different stories from what I've read. She tried to say she menstruated on it. And then the most notorious one is she was doing a lot of painting. And she was just trying to wash it and it wouldn't come out. So she just decided to burn it instead. <laughs> I mean, they had the money. But when you look at her dad, her dad kind of gave her as much as he could. But her jealousy stemmed from when he would help their stepmother. Yeah. She was like, no, you're not going to do that. But she was really jealous because of the way they lived. Andrew had them living not in a, in a bad life at all, but she wanted to be, in a words, up on the hills with the rest of her family. Yeah. And he did not <clears throat> like to live like that. So he was. So a, he lived very frugal? Well, he was a little more humbling yeah. than she was when she she was just entitled. Yeah. So, but. She knew he had money and the money got to her head. So. Yes. Not gonna lie. But he gave her a lot of stuff because that was, you know, that's his daughter. And if I'm not mistaken, she. 
Was the oldest? I don't remember if it was her or Emma. Emma might have been the oldest. I'm not sure, though. Well, I don't, like I said, guys, we got to do some more research. We're going to figure it out for you all, though. But I'm pretty confident because my granddad told me that we are relatives somewhere along down the line of Lizzie Borden. So, yeah, I'm going to figure it out. I'm a little FBI agent over here. <laughs> you just got <laughs> I would more like call you an undercover investigator, not an FBI agent. Well, I can find. Have I not been able to find things that no one else could? That's scary. Don't tell people that. Oh, no. <laughs> They're probably little FBI agents, too. <laughs> you just got to. You just got to know. Know the stuff. Know the <laughs> systems. Yeah, right. Got to know where to hack it. <laughs> we are not doing any hacking. <laughs> no, yeah, that's illegal. I'm not doing that at all, you know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get us an IP band. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we're not doing none of that. I swear. Cross my heart. Hope to die. Stick a finger, I mean needle in my <laughs> eye. <laughs> Stick a finger in my eye. That's not going to hurt at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that sounds worse than, I mean, you, have you ever poked yourself in the eye? <laughs> That's a lot worse. Yeah, you didn't just see me when I put this toboggan on. I was like, <laughs> but I didn't say nothing because I was hoping you wouldn't have seen it. <laughs> and you didn't say nothing. So I'm like, yeah, <laughs> didn't see shit. Eye on fire like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I'm going to have to um, get used to this. I, I don't, I, I'm an introvert, like extreme introvert. So I don't talk to people, much less talk to a microphone. <laughs> it's a little more intimidating than talking in person. I'm not going to lie. You think so? Yeah, to me, yeah. No. I, I guess because I can't see the audience. And that bothers me because I want to be able to see people's faces and I can't. Oh, I, I see yours every day. I'm gonna say it like Granddad did off a damn holes movie. That's too damn bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean it's it's different. Podcasting is different. <clears throat> it is, but I'm okay. I, can. I mean it's just like if you were to upload a YouTube video, and you get three million views. <laughs> Everybody has seen it. Yeah. You, I mean, well, not everybody, but three million people have seen it, and you don't know. You couldn't remember the th the three millionth person from the first person. Yeah. If you looked at three million faces. So you want to know something? What? I just found out. Okay, so your third great-grandpa uh -huh. is named Jesse James Borden. My third great-grandpa is named George Washington Knighton. <laughs> so you got Jesse James heck? and you got George Washington. <laughs> so someone felt like he was gonna do something great. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. This is quite <laughs> let's talk about interesting. <laughs> what's up with these names, man? People used to give their kids back back in the day. This was in Hold on, I'll tell you in just a second. Okay, so, hold on. So, George Washington Knighton <laughs> <laughs> was born. Let me see his profile. Hold on, I'm sorry. 
1884. Interesting. He, he died 1945. So, yeah. And I got 11 ancestry hits on that. 11? 11. Y'all have a big family, though. We do. Our family. Shout out Ancestry, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> non-sponsored. Hashtag. Yeah. I did that backwards. <laughs> hashtag non-sponsored. <laughs> yeah, my family likes to, you know, we like we liked, um, playtime, fun time, sexy time, whatever you want to call it. We like that stuff. My uh, my dad did. <laughs> He's got seven kids. <laughs> Good grief! Yeah, by three different women. <laughs> oh yeah. So let's yeah. see. It was three. My mom it would be me, Hannah, and Haley. It's three. And then step previous stepmom would be Joseph, Evan, and Gracie. Three. And then Morgan's mom. So I don't remember her name. That was a a mistake. Hunter. Well, not Morgan. Hunter. I'm talking about their relationship. Oh. Yeah. Well, wasn't it just a one night stand? No. I thought that's what Morgan. Oh yeah, that's right. Morgan's mom said it was. They did date previously, didn't they? Well, yeah, they were talking for a while. Yeah. And you know, her and my dad were doing the old cheaty cheaty bang bang, and then Morgan came along, and then. Uh, Morgan's mama went, uh, psycho crazy, so, and... But she's better now. Yes. I mean, Hunter. That whole relationship between the two of them was just, like, extremely toxic. But, if you dated her dad, wouldn't you go crazy, too? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, she had reason. Yeah. She had reason. <coughs> I mean, we're talking about the same guy that held smoking weed from my mom for four years. Was buying like an ounce of marijuana oh a gosh, week. I didn't know. Yeah. How, he was buying like an ounce a week. And he I hit bet it. You, I huh. bet you she did know. She just didn't say nothing. Nah. My Women mom is know. that oblivious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you met well, my mom. Well, she, she was taking care of three kids. So. I love my mom to death, but she is a little. Uh, yeah, she, I mean, yeah, she was taking care of three kids. So. I mean, put that into perspective. But also, like, my dad was, like, really hardcore into, like, the band scene and had, like, an entire uh, shed dedicated to music. Mm-hmm. He had a drum set, like, three or four guitars and a, or electric guitars, an acoustic guitar, like, five or six amps, a surround sound system, uh, ability to record music like you know the whole PA system and everything like that yeah and him and my uncle Richard would get out here in the shed and they would make music and play yeah. music and do like renditions of ACDC Leonard Skinner like all kinds of stuff so Hell rock. <laughs> so I think I'm actually going to have a problem with my a little bit of my family line a lot of my family um well i say a lot one for sure are freemasons and a lot of his stuff was just private so i won't be able to see nothing on his side because they're freemasons Mm, well that that leads into conspiracies because of how i am with freemasons i don't know 
Well, I mean, Freemasons ain't bad people, but no, there's just a lot of you know controversy. Yeah, a lot of times I feel like Freemasons have a bad rap, but I think a lot of the Freemasons still today are just the good guys in disguise. Well. They do a lot of good stuff, but... I don't really know a whole lot about Freemasonry, but I can tell you one thing is the way it's portrayed on social media, they're all having to defend themselves right now because apparently... Well, apparently there's this big thing going on. Well, well, this main guy I watch, a lot of people talk trash to him because he's a Freemason. But then, like, so, like, half of his audience want to learn how to become a Freemason? It's... You, you can Google it. That's how easy it is. And then half of his audience are telling him, you know, that he's ridiculous and da 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 You know, I'm not going to get into detail because I'm not about that hate stuff. Well, I, well, they're very private people. I mean, they welcome you with arms. Well, that's pretty much what his, his t- I about said YouTube. That's pretty much what his TikTok is, is he's promoting Freemasonry mm-hmm. and what kind of lifestyle you can have being involved with Freemasonry. Okay, well, that is, uh, okay, well, I would not put that on TikTok, but that is because I have very personally known a Freemason, and a lot of their stuff, they are not, and I'm going to say this, they're not, they're allowed to say whatever they want, but you have to be really careful with what you say, because you can be um, punished. No, I mean, in a way, yes, but it's more of like exiled. Yeah, from that specific. Yeah, like uh, a Freemason's wife. She is a Eastern star, but you, she can't really be involved in a lot of the, the meetings of Freemasons because it's very private. But right now. This is true. Okay. <laughs> so, and you can, um, yeah, you can just walk into the lodge and they'll even, they'll explain how you can. Women are allowed to walk in, but we can't be Freemasons because it's a male role. So that's why a lot of women get upset. But <coughs> I'm just like, no. If that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. It's a very interesting practice, in my opinion. I don't think it's a practice, it's a way of life. Well, that is how the Freemason I knew it, it, it was his whole life. It bled into even his relationships. And I don't think that's the reason why he divorced. I think there were other reasons behind that, but it caused a lot of riffraff in their relationship because she wanted to know things. And he's like, I can't, you know, I can't tell you that. And she's like, no, you have to. Yeah, all that jazz. <laughs> and he was like, well, let me tell you why I don't have to. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but he is much, much happier now in his life. With He's married to a, another woman who's really good for him. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> well, baby, do you want to wrap it up? Yeah, we can. I've got the butterflies. I'm so nervous. I'm scared I didn't even post it. <laughs> I don't even know what I just said, but there you go. <laughs> We're going to post it. Okay. All right, guys. Well, this was our first episode of Wicked Spooks. And, uh, Wicked Spooks. Wicked Spooks. <laughs> Wicked Spooks. Yes. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the content. 
this is just kind of sort of the introduction as, you know, us kind of sort of telling you who we are, what we're about as far as this podcast goes. And uh, if you guys are interested in any more content, follow us, please. Goodbye, you guys.